Hi, I'm Arnie Skelton, and each week in this podcast series, I'm going to offer you my top 10 tips on particular topics or themes that might be of interest to you as a teacher or manager or both. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is on the topic of report writing. And I've chosen this one because I realise that for many of you as a lecturer or perhaps advising your students or as a manager, writing yourself or advising someone else in your team to write a report, this is something that is still mainstream for many people, having to write reports. So I thought I'd offer you my top 10 tips on how to go about writing an effective and sensible and time-efficient report. So, here we go. Tip number one, clarify the brief. Be clear about what it is that either you are writing or that you want somebody else to write. And I'd like to use the four-panel approach of imagine a window with four window panes in it, and each one of these window panes has the word that's relevant in it. And the four words are who, why, what, and how. And who stands for who is this report for? And what's critical there is to always have in mind your audience. They're the people who are going to be reading the report, not you. And there's always a temptation to write what you want to write about rather than what they want to hear or read. So always be clear about who your audience is. And it's also worth thinking about two types of audience. Your primary audience, the one who is officially going to get the report, and then possibly the secondary audience, the people who will then be passed on the report by your primary audience. So it may go further than just the um, person you're sending it to. So bear that in mind too. So the first of the briefing issues is who is it for? The second one is why? Why are you writing this? What's the purpose? What's the objective or objectives you want to meet in putting this report together? The third panel is what? What are you going to put in the report? And of course, I've covered this before. It's not really content. We tend to think about the content of a report, but it's really about messages. What key messages do you want to get across in the report? And finally, how? Are there any conventions that you have to meet in terms of writing this report? Are there particular layouts or notations, the way the report is numbered? Be be mindful of the, the format you need. And if you don't have a convention to meet, then think about how the page will look, or the pages will look, uh, to the reader. Make it readable. Make it laid, in a, laid out in a way that is easy to read. So how will the report look on the paper, on the page? Okay, so those are the four key things to think about in clarifying your brief. Who is it for? Why are you writing it? What are you going to cover? And how will it look on the page or screen? So tip number two, mind map the content. Now, this for me, I'm 
quite old school in this way. I would do this on a sheet of paper because it's so flexible and fluid, but you can do it on the screen too. Uh, so if you're doing it on a sheet of paper, you simply put the title of the report in the centre of the page, fire off several lines from the centre of the page, from that title, and start thinking about what's going to go into the report. And at the end of each line, there'll perhaps be a heading, and then for each heading, you perhaps fire off some other lines that actually contain some of the key bullet points or content that you're going to have in that particular report under that heading. If you were doing this on the screen, all you should do then is open a Word document, put in the title, the provisional title perhaps, and then scroll down and put in the first heading that you can think of, and then scroll down again and put in the next heading, and scroll down again and put in the next heading. So what you're trying to get is the first level of the report, which is headings. And then go up and down your scrolled document, jotting down as bullet points key things you want to say under each of those headings. So don't get stuck on any one heading, just move up and down as ideas in your head come to you about what you might want to put into this report. So after, what, five minutes perhaps, you've got either on paper or on screen some bullet points under a number of headings and you're starting to map out the content of your report. Then when you finish that activity, go to each of your bullet points and use a device and so if it's on paper you can put a tick or a cross or a question mark if it's uh, on the screen you can do the same or you can highlight or use color and the idea here is how ready are you to write up if you had to write up now how ready are you to write up each of those bullet points into something sensible so as you go back through your mind map or your list what's ready to go now what could you actually write now without doing any research and then what do you need to do some further research on and mark up those bullet points and then finally what do you really not have much of a clue about at all where you would have to do some significant research so by the time you've completed step two tip number two you've not only mind mapped your main structure and content but you've also evaluated it in terms of readiness to write how ready are you to write each of those bullet points? That's tip number two. Tip number three. Create the headings into a Word document which has the clear space for the heading and the various bullet points underneath that heading. And now start to write up those as sentences. So each of those bullet points should connect to the other bullet points under that heading as a series of sentences and eventually paragraphs. So you're converting the mind map into the preliminary report. So what was originally headings and bullet points now start to become sentences and paragraphs. And in doing that, use plain English. And I'm going to say more about the use of plain English, effective writing, in next week's podcast. So, if you're interested in how to write effectively, listen out for next week's podcast. So, that's tip number three. A tip number four, arrange what you've now got, your sensible paragraphs and, and sentences, into a sensible structure 
all you've done now is create a up until now is create a a mind map of headings each of which has got some sentences and paragraphs underneath it. Now you need to reorder all of those headings and paragraphs into a sensible structure. And for that, just simply think about a beginning, a middle, and an end. So which of the headings would go towards the front end of the report, and which would go towards the middle of the report, and which would go towards the end? Now that's very much a question of your personal choice, any conventions that currently exist that you have to meet, and the report itself. But in general terms, it's worth thinking of the following as being a useful structure. At the beginning, you perhaps need some introduction. You may need even a contents page to give people an idea of what's coming up. You may need to define some of your key terms, and you may need to outline the methodology you've used to create the content of the report. In the middle is where the main analysis and argument is presented. This is where the case is made. That's the substantive part of the report, in the middle. And there are all sorts of structures for the middle part. It could be chronological. You know, what, um, what is the sequence of events that you need to, to consider? It could be the main points you want to make for an argument and then the main points you want to make against a particular argument or case. So a for and against or a pros and cons structure might work well in the middle. So then you move to the end. So your end would really typically conclude and recommend. So you need a section which concludes what you think of the analysis and evaluation you've done in the middle. What are your conclusions? And if necessary or required, what are your recommendations? And one of the things that's useful in your recommendations is to put in brackets after each recommendation the relevant numbering in the main body of the report that leads to that recommendation. So for example, recommendation number one, put in brackets at the end of recommendation number one, paragraphs 4.2 to 4.6, and that tells the reader where they can find the main argument, main case, that supports that recommendation. So at the end, you'd probably have some recommendations. So tip number four, uh, make it a clear structure of beginning, middle and end. The next tip, consider how it looks on the page. So the visual appeal of a report can be quite important. If you've ever read a report that's just full of text from the top of the page to the bottom with very little spacing, very little breakup of paragraphs or interparagraphs, it looks intimidating, it looks boring, and it looks as though it's going to be turgid and quite a, quite a task to read your way through it. So make the thing look appealing on the page. Think about the use of space, how wide your margins are. Maybe you use different font in different places for emphasis. Use of bold for headings, for instance, or to, to emphasize key points, or to use quotations and put those in italics. And think about using diagrams. Uh, sometimes it's much, much easier to read a graph than it is to read a whole table full of data. So tip number six, consider the look of, of your report, the layout. So tip number seven, your final check, ready to go, GPS. Not the sat-nav system, but grammar, 
punctuation and spelling. Now this should only be done pretty much towards the end of your report. Don't get distracted in, in wondering as, you, as you're constructing your report whether you spell accommodation with two C's and two M's or not. Actually you do. Do all that at the end. Once you've created your content and layout and structure and the way the thing looks, then think, have I spelt everything correctly? Have I got my apostrophes in the right place? Does what I've written make sense? So that's the final check. Grammar, punctuation and spelling. Tip number seven. So now you've got your report. You've worked from the initial brief right the way through to grammar, punctuation and spelling. So what next? Well, tip number eight, have someone else read it. Don't rely on spell checker. It's not always accurate. And somebody else reading it will give you a sense of whether it all hangs together really well and makes sense. By that time, you're going to be too close to the report. And it's no good spell checking it yourself. Nobody deliberately misspells. So if you've misspelled something, when you check it, you'll still think it's how it's spelled. So ask somebody else who is good at, at spelling and grammar and punctuation to check it. And also to give you a sense of whether it makes sense. It hangs together. So don't be afraid of having somebody else read through. Ideally, somebody who is representative of its target audience. So tip number eight, have someone else read it. And tip number nine, it's really making the case for this structure. If you use this structure, you'll find it's really helpful if you're somebody who is often interrupted. You know how it goes. You're busy writing a report and somebody knocks on the door or the phone rings and you have to answer that interruption. And as you do, when you go back to the report, you've lost the flow. You've lost the thread of what you were saying. Frustrating. In this particular process, if you use this structure that I've outlined, if you're interrupted, you know exactly where you are when you come back. You know you're clarifying the brief. You know you're trying to mind map the content. You know you're dealing with grammar, punctuation and spelling. So it's easier to stay with the report and be interrupted if you do it in this structured way. So that's tip number nine. And tip number ten follows on from that really. If you use this structure, then you will probably find it more likely that you'll write the report once only. You won't do several drafts because you get each stage right before you move on to the next stage. So if you're somebody who is regularly interrupted and tends to over elaborate and do several drafts, then this structure might help you. So a quick recap of the top 10 tips. Tip number one, clarify the brief. Tip number two, mind map the content. Tip number three, fill in the headings with sensible content. Tip number four, write those bullet points into sentences using plain English, more of which next week. Tip number five, arrange all this content into a sensible report structure, thinking about beginning, middle and end. Tip number six, consider layout, how the report looks on the page or screen. And tip number seven, check for grammar, punctuation and spelling. And tip number eight is have somebody else read it. Tip number nine, 
Use this structure if you're someone who is interrupted often. And tip number 10, also use this structure if you tend to do too many drafts and over-elaborate. So that's it. That's my top 10 tips on report writing. And I'll move on to using English, plain English, effectively in the next podcast. Just to say before I finish that... Uh, I'm also running a number of open courses in Salford every month, one workshop a month, on many of these topics that I cover in the podcast. So if you're interested, then just go to my website, www.etduk.co.uk, and you'll find um, on the toolbar at the headings the open course list. Click on that and you'll find out what courses I'm running on which days, and Uh, send me an email and I'll um, get back to you with the details or that's how you can book. So www.etduk.co.uk and the information you need is all there. So thanks for listening. I hope you found that helpful. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe. You will still get the podcast for free but you will also get an alert to let you know when the next podcast is available. And please recommend the podcast to anyone else you think might like it and benefit from it. Also, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and any other comment, because they'll help promote the podcast series on the relevant platform. So, bye for now. <laughs>